Welcome to You Are Divine with host Rachel Corpus. Life can be challenging at times. Your angels, guides, and loved ones are here to help you tap into the abundance, joy, and potential that are waiting for you. Let's find out what the universe has in store for you. You are divine. Now, here is Rachel Corpus. Happy day, everyone. Welcome to You Are Divine. I'm your host, Rachel Corpus, and I am an angel communicator, psychic medium, and spiritual teacher. And my job, my calling, the love of my life is to work with angels and to help you grow into, discover, lean into, breathe in your very best life. And so my angels call themselves the collective. They are my very own guardian angels, plus a lot of angels. They call themselves the legions of God's angels. So many of them I could not possibly count. And then I have some of my family who have passed who step forward as needed to help me channel. And then occasionally I have some beautiful overlap there where I have some of your collective, your holy help, that will come through when I'm channeling for you. Today's show is actually my very last show on the Voice America empowerment channel and that's bittersweet because I have some really amazing things happening in my life some um, wonderful projects and appearances and I can't reveal what that is yet because um, I am waiting to sign the dotted line (laughs) you know how that goes Um, but I encourage you to right now Find me on Facebook, Rachel Corpus Angel Communicator, Rachel Corpus Angel Communicator, or on Instagram, The Angel Counselor, because I want to keep in touch with you, and I would love it if I could have the chance in the future to connect with your beautiful energy. Each and every one of you who tune into this show, whether it's live or on replay, I get to feel your love. I sometimes hear your questions when there's a replay of the show. It's so funny because sometimes I'll forget when that's happening, but I know that, okay, it must be happening because I've got all these zaps for questions. So I'd love to keep you as a beautiful part of my life. So find me on Facebook, Instagram, and of course, you can always find me at rachelcorpus.com. Today, we're talking about frequently asked questions. These are the things that seem to um, bubble up and Um, A lot of skeptics ask me these questions, and we'll cover things like, what is a ghost versus a spirit? What's an angel? What's a spirit guide? Um, Do pets cross over? What happens when we die? Uh, Big stuff, Um, but we're going to get into it as much as we can today. And of course, answer any callers that call in. You're welcome to call in 888-346-9141 or international country code 001-480-553-5760. Or you can email me your question, theangelcounselor at gmail.com. So, let's get rolling. I call forth my beautiful angels and any ascended masters and my wonderful family. I love you so much um, who are here to guide me with these questions today and these answers. All right, let's jump in. So, the first question is, what is a ghost? Hmm. Well, we have we all have our own definition of ghost, right? Because we have some really wonderful and entertaining movies and shows and books out there about the paranormal. And um, sometimes we get confused or we don't know what's the difference between a spirit and a ghost. 
from what I have channeled and what I'm hearing, yes, thank you, right now, is that a ghost is a soul that is chosen or has, for whatever reason, has not crossed over, has not gone from this dimension when they've left their body into the afterlife or heaven dimension, however you feel comfortable describing that. I use heaven because that's my my personal theology, but if afterlife is more comfortable for you, um, we can we can use that as well. Both are wonderful. So why would anybody, if, if we're taught that heaven or the afterlife is so easy and restful and wonderful, why would anybody choose to stay? Well, imagine a soul I met one time did not want to leave his home because he built his home. And so he chose not to cross over. Um, I've encountered another ghost before who... Um, was a child and was not aware of his passing. It was so fast. And in that confusion, wondered where his parents were. And so bless his heart, he was hanging around looking for his family. So ghosts will often turn into shadow figures or we might feel them in our homes in a way that is spooky and doesn't feel good. Um, Harkening back to my, my teacher days, I remember this motto I always had in my heart, every behavior has a reason. Well, that's true for whether you're you're living or you're dead. Every behavior has a reason. And often we experience shadow figures, things that feel dark. Um, but what we're actually experiencing is their confusion or their anger. Very rarely have I seen or experienced something that I would classify as evil coming through. And when that happens, no big deal. We're always in charge. We are never the victim um, in our own spaces or in this world. If there's something that we believe around us is around us that is evil, we simply say this is our house. We are children of the light or children of God. And you must go. Um Often we need to do that with ghosts because they have been stuck so long that their initial choice to stay, even though that's understandable to them at that time, they no longer have a concept of space or time. And I will encounter some ghosts that are stuck who will try to leave their front door and will end up right back at their front door. They really do get stuck. It's very confusing. And what seems to cause the darkness, the blackness, is that anger and confusion and sadness. And so when if you're experiencing that in your house... Um, I, I wouldn't always recommend um, building a relationship with the spirit unless you are a very good communicator and you know that that spirit is is good at the core. What you can do is you can ask that um, spirit to cross over or tell that spirit to cross over. Um, and in fact, I've got an email here from someone. This is Heather, who got a hold of me because she says that she saged her house about six months ago. If you're not sure what saging is, that's when you use a bundle of dried white sage. You could also use sage incense. You could use loose sage. You light it on fire um, in a fireproof dish. I use um, I use a shell, um, and then you blow it out. And as it smokes, it has a a holy effect where it it clears your space. And so you can walk around your house using a feather or just your hand. And you can look up online the things that you can say or an or 
order of the house that you should go in. I tend to just follow my gut and allow spirit to guide me and say what I'm guided to say. Um, But she went through her house and did this process where she lit the sage, let it burn, and then she went through her house to clear it. But still, she has this heavy feeling at the bottom of her stairs, and her neighbor feels it too. So I had this question in advance, so I had a little bit of time to sleep on it and ask spirit a few different times for some information. So um, remember that when you hear information like this, even though it's guided toward Heather, I want you to hear it as if it's guided for you because spirit has a great ability to do that where it might be a message that's meant for one person, but there's something in there for you too as well, either for now or in the future. So this is what they told me, Heather. Um, Saging clears the energy, but some of your house and it can help release souls as well if that's your intention. Souls who are stuck have to choose to go, and that's the tricky part. We can we can sage as much as we want, but if that soul is, is choosing to stay, um, there's a different process that you might need to go through. Backing up a little bit, I would encourage you to sage again, and this time... Um, open a window so they have an exit and sometimes they don't actually go through the window but it reminds them that okay I, that's I could go I have the ability to go I'm not stuck sometimes the opening a door or a window is a symbol or a reminder for them and sometimes they actually go through the door or the window but you want to open something up and you want to ask them to follow the smoke to up into heaven or to out um, into the window, go outside, remind them that they are past. You're safe when you do that. You say, this is my house. Uh, you are safe, but you are, and you are past. And I need you to cross over because uh, you're scaring me or I don't like the feeling of you being here. Really claim your boundary and, and talk about um, that this is your house, this is your space. Um, also determine what are you feeling sometimes we're feeling energy that that spooks us and it feels dark but it's actually not bad Um, this specific spirit at your ghost because stuck is stuck spirit has crossed over Oh, my angels told me, I totally forgot to say that earlier. I'm sorry. Sorry, I get into it. Ghosts are stuck. Spirits have crossed over. Just to finish that definition. Thank you, loves. <laughs> Sometimes you're feeling there and this this ghost energy, um, but it's going through your very own filter. So maybe a filter of what the heck is that um, fear? Or if you've had a bad day yourself, your filter is going to mingle with the filter of that of that ghost. Um So just to have a little bit of understanding, you want to ask yourself some clarifying questions. When you go in that area and you turn the lights off, is it darker than it should be? Because we know what a dark room looks and feels like. If it feels darker than that, pitch black, almost like somebody has put black smoke in there, um, that's that's a that's a sign that there might be something angry or or not positive there. Is it colder than it should be? Are there cold spots? 
this spirit, so, so do that work, go in there. I can't tell from here, but I want you to go to that space and ask yourself those questions. Ask that out loud. Ask it to your angels. Ask it in your heart. Is it darker than it should be? Is it colder? What am I feeling here? Is this my filter um, or is this the energy? Then um, know that this spirit is connected to the land. So before your houses were built, you and your neighbor, this uh, ghost is somehow connected to the land and chose to stay. It's been so long that there's a lot of confusion there. Um, You can, of course, contact me to come and help clear your house. And that's for any of you listening. If you live close to the area, I'm happy to come and do a clearing with you. Um, It works best when you interact with me and I'll teach you how to do it. I do think, Heather, you could probably go back in and if you remember that you're in control and you tell this ghost to go, you might remind this this soul that heaven is for everybody um, and that there should be no fear to cross over and also he should know that his family's waiting for him. You can also ask your angels, um, angels remind this soul that his angels are with him because when ghosts are stuck, they can't always see their angels our angels never leave us but sometimes our confusion and our anger they can't see the their angels around them so that's another thing i hope that that helps um we've got amber on the line from here in iowa good morning amber how can i help you dear good morning hi how are you i'm doing pretty well good what's up how can i help you well, um, I have been, um, I have, I saw spirits, um, I don't know if they, I guess, were spirits or ghosts um, when I was much younger, and I recently kind of went through um, an enlightenment period, and I've noticed that I've been able to see and um, feel them again, and I'm kind of wondering, like, who they are to me, um, and how, I guess, um, I think you were, I didn't hear the, the, the previous uh, segment completely, but I know that I've been getting, um, you know, scared at different times too. Um, and so just trying to figure out who my angels are to me and just kind of what they mean um, and just how to deal with some of the, the fear. Okay. So first of all, congratulations that you have said yes to this gift. So I don't know if you did that subconsciously or consciously, but your angels are saying that you said yes, and that's why this is um, coming back up for you. So congratulations. This, if, if you want it to and you allow it to, this can really bless your life. It's all about boundaries, right? So we're going to talk a little bit about who you're experiencing and how to keep yourself safe. Um, Remember that your angels have never walked the earth. They are assigned to you and your soul is created. So your angels are not loved ones who have passed. So when I connect to your angels, they, the cool thing about this conversation we're having you, me and your angels is that, your angels have known you since your soul was created. So they've known you've had this gift from moment one. And each time you have a life, they rejoice when your soul remembers. And so here we are again in this lifetime, you're remembering this beautiful gift that you have. Um, so a few things that they want you to hear. Um, first of all, the fear. Um, Course in Miracles tells us that fear is not real. We put fear into situations. We're actually in control of that fear. It doesn't really feel that way all the time, but remember that. So when you're in a situation where you are experiencing a ghost um, or a spirit that can be that's crossed over, because that can be spooky too, 
keep your fear in check. And I actually imagine picking the fear up as if as if it's a cinder block or a piece of wood or something, something tangible. And I imagine picking that fear up and putting it aside because if you put the fear in there, you can also take it back out. You're in control. The other thing that your angels are saying is that they want you to be really clear with anything that you're experiencing, um, whether that's a ghost that's stuck or a spirit. They want you to be clear with them how you want to experience them. So for instance, if if it's a ghost, if you feel like um, it's somebody that's stuck there and you may not know you could just say listen if you're stuck here um if you need help i need you to let me know and if you're comfortable you can say knock on the wall or um show me a sign or something um you can you can connect that way do not get a ouija board or anything strange like that because that's like making you walmart for spirit anything can come through you've got to be in charge of this um they want you to if you're if you're seeing spirit, your angels want you to make sure that you tell them how you want to see them. So, for instance, when I first started to see spirit again, um, I was seeing them the way they died, and I th- I said, okay, that's too much for me. I don't want to see it. So instead, I feel it in my body, or I get a knowing so I can help them. But I no longer see a knife wound or or how they. Um, the car crash or something like that. I know it and sometimes I feel it. So put some boundaries around that. They say once you get through the fear and um, just living with this decision of yes for a while, you're going to be able to discern if it's family, if it's a spirit, some soul that's crossed over, or if it's a ghost. If it's a ghost, probably needs your help and you can say, um, I'd like to help you cross, cross over today. Then you invoke your angels and you say, angels help this soul find their angels and the light. That's all you have to say. Then the angels take over. If it is a spirit who's there, you can say, thank you for visiting. If there's something that I need to know, please, please tell me or show me. And then be very, very open about how you experience their messages. Um, That'll be interesting for you because it might come through hearing things. It might be um, knowing things or feeling things. Don't be afraid of this. You're in control of this and this is going to be pretty cool for you. So, um, That's a lot of information in just a couple of seconds, but um, definitely if you need more guidance with this, go to rachelcorpus.com and connect with me there and I can help guide you through this wonderful gift that you've said yes to. And thank you, Amber, for calling in. Thank you so much, Rachel. You're welcome. God bless you. Uh, When we get back, everyone, we're going to continue with frequently asked questions. And we're going to talk about heaven and hell and crossing over and if our pets are there and a whole bunch of other stuff. So come back to me in a couple of minutes. And remember, I love you and you're divine. what makes the most successful people tick. Keep listening to the Voice America Empowerment Channel. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com If you've always wanted to take the lead in your life, but you don't believe you are a leader, then it's time to change that mindset. Leadership expert Linda Patton will help you discover the powerful leader that lives within and teach you the leadership skills that will transform your business and your life. Stepping into your leadership brings reality to your vision, and leadership can be learned. Find out more on Leadership Stars. 
every Monday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time, 1 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. There are lots of unanswered questions about life's problems, and this is especially true about spiritual life. Why can't we see God? Why is there evil in this world? Why does God let bad things happen to us and to others? Can we get divine help? Join Carl Mollison and co-host Brian Kelly for Get Wisdom. They have new answers from the Almighty you need to hear. And listening could definitely change your life. Tune in every Friday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Find out what makes the most successful people tick. Keep listening to the Voice America Empowerment Channel. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com This is You Are Divine with your host, Rachel Corpus. We'd love to connect with you today by having you connect with the show. You may call in to the live show at 1-888-346-9141. Again, that's 1-888-346-9141. Or connect by email to theangelcounselor at gmail.com. Now, back to You Are Divine. Welcome back, everybody. I'm Rachel Corpus, your host here for You Are Divine. I'm working today and every day with my collective. Those are my guardian angels, the legions of God's angels, and many of my family members who have crossed over who come forward to help. Today, we're channeling answers for the questions I hear most from clients. So if you missed the first segment, go back because there's a lot of cool stuff about what's a ghost versus a spirit. And we also talked about what defines an angel? So um, a ghost is someone that a soul that is not crossed over. A spirit is a soul that has crossed over. An angel is not a human soul. An angel has never walked the earth. Angels are assigned to us when our souls are created. And as promised, I said when we get back, we're going to talk about the afterlife. So I get a lot of questions about what happens when we die? Does everybody cross over? Um, do our do our pets uh, cross over? So um, let's see here, angels. Where do we want to go next? So, so first of all, they want me to say that the your heaven when you cross over is going to be different than other people's. There are some times that we cross over into heaven and everybody um, experiences the same heaven, kind of like. A, source or God says, all right, everybody, family meeting, come on over. And, um, and so when that happens, what I've been shown is heaven really looks like it is spoken in the Bible, streets paved with gold, um, beautiful uh, buildings, lots of white. And that is in the seventh layer of heaven. There are seven layers of heaven and the seventh layer is closest to source, closest to um, creator, closest to God. And when source calls family meeting, all, so- all souls that have crossed over and their angels meet there. I'm not sure what those meetings are about or, or what, what that has to do with, um, but I know they happen a lot and I know that there's a lot of music <laughs> And um, yes, thank you. And the angels say, well, for example, Rachel, 
People will be called to a family meeting on the seventh layer of heaven. Um, anytime someone um, gives a hug, anytime someone is born, um, when a miracle is experienced, a smile from a stranger, and you would think, okay, they must be in family meeting all the stinking time. Well, heaven is not limited to time and space, and so it's not like... They're there all of the time, and yet they are. It's it's really something that's hard to get our minds around. But time there is not is is not uh, the way it is here. It's very elastic and um, very time warpy in a, in a wonderful way. When we die, what I've been shown from people who are in session with me and they want to reach out to a parent or to someone that they love that's crossed over and they want to know what that was like for them, typically what I see is that after last breath is taken, um, they they cross over if they choose. Remember from the first segment that a soul has to choose to cross over. And so some people start to see spirit before their last breath, especially people who are experiencing Alzheimer's or dementia. They'll start their crossing over sometimes a couple years before they take last breath and they start to see those loved ones and their angels who are welcoming them to the party a little bit early. Other people will see them moments before or immediately after they cross over. Um, The crossing over is is different for everybody. When I cross people over who are stuck, um, it's interesting because my angels will say, Rachel, show them the door, show them the door. So I'll call upon the door and you'd think it'd be this beautiful ornate door and it's not. It's one of those doors that you could easily kick through kind of in cheap construction. It's like pressed wood. But when the door opens, all of this light comes through. And I ask, why that kind of door? And they said, because everybody can understand it. It, No one feels like they're more than or less than. It's just neutral. It's just a door. The point is the walk over. When people cross over, um, they can choose their heaven to be fully present in heaven and also not miss anything on earth. Again, hard for us to understand, but our souls are faceted like a diamond. So right now, you have a beautiful facet of your soul that is in the heaven dimension. We call that our higher self. That is the God part of you, the divine part of you. And then you have a facet that's here listening to this show right now. And then when you get, uh, when you cross over, I'm shown that you sit at a large walnut table. It's beautiful. It's oval. And the people around the table are people that sometimes you chose before you came into this life. Sometimes they're chosen for you. I'm not really sure how that part works, but you're often met with your creator. If you're Christian, that will come through as Jesus with you because, um, Jesus will be sent his representative, your angels, and some loved ones who are there to guide you. And you go through your life. You do your debrief. And this does not take as long as your initial life by any means it takes for us. It would be minutes. Then the next question is, uh, how, what do you need to learn from here? What do you need to heal? So... A lot of people who, a lot of souls who are stuck don't cross over because they're worried about hell. They're worried about punishment. They feel that they've done something to another soul, done something so, so awful that um, they will not be welcomed into hell. In truth, now hold on to your butts, people, because this is going to be different for some of you according to how you're raised. And I just want you to stay in a place of wonder just so you can chew on this and digest it and see where you stand with it, okay? Okay. 
So what I've been shown is that heaven is for everyone. And when we talk about those seven layers of heaven, the first layer is the one that's closest to what we might define in literature and in the Bible and in artwork as hell. And that is still a place of learning through the lens of love. I have not witnessed any fire. I have not witnessed any pitchforks. I have not witnessed any of that. I've seen angels. I've seen um, ascended masters there to guide. And I've seen people who have done really horrible things to other people who will exist for as long as needed in this first layer so that they can learn through their choice. Now, just because they cross over to heaven does not mean that their choices are washed away. They're still held accountable, but through the lens of love and healing and learning. We could probably talk about that all day, but um, know that that's, that's what I can tell you today about when we cross over. After you've been there for a while, okay, and the angels have more, all right, I will listen and I will tell you. They say after you've been there for a while and you've rested, then you start to create what your heaven will look and feel like. Where will you live in heaven? What will that look like? Is it a farm for you? Is it um, a cabin? Do you go fishing all day? Is it a beach? Um, what will that look like? And what work will you do we still get to work in heaven you don't have to worry about a paycheck or anything like that but you still get to work and you get to choose that work and if you choose you get to be present and not miss anything in your family's life who are still in this earth dimension you also get the chance to work with your family's angels to help guide them and send signs to them. Uh, my grandpa sends the cardinal. I know a lot of you listening get pennies from heaven, feathers, songs. There's lots of ways that our, our family connects to us. And so now the question of do pets cross over? Uh-huh, they do. Because pets are our number one teachers for unconditional love. Our shared soul purpose, I'm told, is that we are to give and receive unconditional love. Wow, that's heavenly love. So as a human, that's pretty hard. So our teachers are our animals. Because no matter what, they give back unconditional love. That's why we have animals here on earth. They're our teachers. And so when they have done their job here, they cross over. They have a different type of soul. They're not a human soul, but they have a soul that crosses over and they remain teachers. I see a lot of animals in that first level of heaven because when people hurt other people, it's because they have lost track of the concept of unconditional love. They've lost it. And so their teachers are oftentimes dogs horses, really any type of animal, but I see a lot of large dogs, a lot of horses, and a lot of animals that will cuddle easily in the lap, like a comfy cat or um, a small dog, bunny rabbits. I see a lot of animals like that. So yes, our animals do cross over. Animals have faceted souls as well. So if you've lost a pet, but you still see that pet out of the corner of your eye or you feel him jump on the bed, that is the facet of, of your animal soul that is here to still guide and guard you. Wonderful, isn't it? So wonderful. All right, who's on your heavenly team? I'd like to talk about that. So all of us have angels. If you have a soul, you have an angel. <laughs> 
You have two angels at least. And then you have other angels that are gifted to you as you need them. So you've got at least two angels that have known you since the time your soul was created. These angels are just for you. You don't share them with anyone else. You also have the realm of archangels. Archangels are, uh, I like to say they're a higher pay grade. (laughs) They laugh when I say that. And they are angels that, of course, they're not limited to time and space. And so they can help you at the same time they they help anybody else. So, for instance, Archangel Raphael comes through for many of you who need healing. You can imagine Archangel Raphael with this beautiful emerald green light flowing through you so that you can receive healing and also work on healing yourself. Archangel Michael, also one of my favorites, he is the protector. He's equally strong and equally sensitive. And you can call on Archangel Michael's beautiful blue light to surround you anytime you're going into a situation or a conversation that you're worried about and you need strength and protection. There's times that I will be laying in my bed and I'm worried about a family member or a friend. And so I will ask Archangel Michael, please go to them and surround them with your your beautiful blue um, protective barrier, your beautiful blue light. Uh, So we have our angels. And also, as humble as I know all of you beautiful people are, please don't forget that you are not separate from God or source or your creator at any time. Um, You at any time, we have angels, not because God needs them, but because we need them. At any time, you can say, God, I need you. And you will instantly and always everlasting, you will be surrounded and infused with heavenly love. We forget that sometimes because I think in our culture, we're so geared towards independence um, and do this yourself. Uh, we, we forget that God is for us all the time and there's nothing you could do to separate God from you. Nothing. So uh, God also wants you to be active in your life. So if you pray to God that, God, I want a different job, God will say, darling, I want that for you as well. How will you do that? And then your angels, if you ask them for help, because you must ask them for permission because we're created with beautiful free will. So anytime you need help from your angels, you must ask them. Please hear that. But once you decide what it is that you want, you can say to your angels, okay, angels, put people in my path that can help me send those jobs my way. Um, And then you remain an active participant. You do as much legwork as you can, all right? You might need to move past the mindset of, I've prayed for it, now I shall sit here and wait for it to fall like manna from the sky. Mm -mm. That's a beautiful story, isn't it? That story, when the bread falls from heaven, or the food falls from heaven, is to teach us that God is always there and, and loves us and will provide for us in a way that is timely and for our highest good. But it is not to teach us that we should sit and wait, right? So be an active participant. You've also got your loved ones around you. And so you can talk to them. I love to ask my my family members and my angels for validation. Okay, if that's you, can you show me? Can you give me a sign? And they're always so happy and excited to do that. So once you ask for a sign or you have a question, I ask you to sit with that for a while and notice. Don't, if you're in the rhythm of getting answers immediately from the people in your life, know that spirit's not limited to time and space. And so you've got to be open to waiting for that answer. Okay. So for instance, if you say, okay, I'm, I'm missing my grandmother, grandma, show me a sign that you're around me. I would encourage you not to sit there in your room and and look around for something to happen. 
give grandma a chance, right? Um, wait a few days, walk around with it, be open. And once you see something, don't talk yourself out of it. Say, thank you, Grandma. I see that beautiful lilac you sent me. Thank you. I heard that little bit of music. Thank you. And then as you say thank you and you notice, you'll be open to receiving more um, guidance and signs and wisdom from your heavenly help. So let's get into another question. I have Sheila. Sheila tells me that there's lots of change in her professional life. So... um, A question for her angels is what can she do personally to be her best self amidst all of these wonderful changes in her professional life? How does she nurture that part of her that is is her best self, right? How can she protect that? And this is what they said, Sheila. I had this in advance, so I was able to channel. So here we go. Your angels say, darling, be gentle with yourself. You're you're very you're very hard on yourself because you have been required by other humans to produce right away. And in this part of your life, you need to be gentle with yourself and just check in and see how you are. Um, ask questions according ask questions of yourself according to who you are now. So when it comes to like self-care, what do you need? They say, don't ask your prior self. Ask yourself today. What do I need today? They encourage you to have time alone each day to reset before stepping into your life outside of work. They also say, honey, when you're off, you're off. Be truly off. Teach the people you work with that when you're off, you're off. So, for instance, you may do an outgoing email um, um, or an automatic message that says, I will not be in the office until 8 a.m. tomorrow. Um, You might start to do things like that. And also, if you are getting work emails on your phone at home, stop that. Mm -mm. They don't own your life. No, darling. So put some boundaries there and don't bring work home unless you need to. Um, Also, tell others that you need help and delegate. The mark of a beautiful leader is to delegate. You've got to trust people to do this. And you're at a place where you are so... Um, gifted and you have such experience working with um, children and families that this is a time for you that you can go ahead and delegate and give out some of this work that you're doing. And and consider that when you ask people for help, you're giving them a gift. This this does not show any vulnerability. It's the opposite. It shows your strength. And this helps you sustain your work and the work of the organization where you are. So this if you the more people you pull in that helps you sustain your health and it helps you sustain the health of the organization they want you to reconnect with your partner really lean into that friendship that you have because um It's been hibernating from time to time as you both kind of ping pong between working through stuff. So now's the time for you to fuse together, okay? They also say trust your coworkers. They're good people. They may be different than you, um, but, but they love you and they trust you. Be clear with them about your expectations. You've really got to teach them how you need to be loved and respected. And remember that what you put out comes back. So if you have negative thoughts or fear thoughts, that stuff's going to come back to you. You are a boomerang, okay? And then uh, talking about unconditional love for yourself and other people, if this is if this is difficult for you as it is for many people, your angels say, don't worry about 
unconditional love so much, imagine it like a ball of beautiful light and hold people in in that position or that energy of unconditional love. You may not be able to extend it because we are human. We do our best. But you can still tap into that heavenly energy of unconditional love and you can imagine holding your coworkers in that space and that will help. Oh, you're in my prayers. I can feel the good work that you're doing and and I, I believe in you and so does heaven. When we get back, we are going to get back to taking another, I've got another caller on the line. I can't wait to talk to you, so stay on the line. We're going to talk about how to keep ourselves, our families, and our property spiritually safe, calling on heaven, of course, to help. And we'll also get into a little bit about past lives. Let's connect. Find me on Instagram, The Angel Counselor, Facebook, Rachel Corpus Angel Communicator, and my website, rachelcorpus.com. Remember, you are divine. up to your fullest potential. This is the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Have you always known that something different was possible for your life and in the world? What if you could create beyond your current reality? If your relationships, finances, business, health, and life could be anything, what would they be? Join Heather Nichols for an invitation to discover what is true for you in every area of your life and for conversations loaded with pragmatic tools for how to create it. Listen live every Monday at noon Pacific and 9 p.m. Central European time for Creating Beyond Reality on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Are you where you want to be right now? We live our lives sometimes looking at others and thinking the grass is always greener on their side, not realizing that we have the power within us to pursue our dreams. It begins with a head start in the right direction, and that head start is with host Carla D. Walker and From the Inside Out. Believe in your abilities and take action. Listen live every Tuesday morning at 9 a.m. Eastern Time and 6 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is on Instagram. Make sure you follow us and comment on our pictures from behind the scenes at our radio shows, live events, and around the network. We want to see what you have to share as well. Check us out on Instagram at Voice America Talk Radio. Live up to your fullest potential. This is the Voice America Empowerment Channel. This is You Are Divine with your host, Rachel Corpus. We'd love to connect with you today by having you connect with the show. You may call in to the live show at 1-888-346-9141. Again, that's 1-888-346-9141. Or connect by email to theangelcounselor at gmail.com. Now, back to You Are Divine. Welcome back, everybody. I'm Rachel Corpus, your host of You Are Divine. And today we're talking about frequently asked questions that I get from clients. And so we're talking about a lot of universal truths, a lot of really cool stuff. So if you were not with us the first and second segment, I encourage you to catch that on replay because... The angels had some really neat information that they channeled through me that I I think is just fantastic. So we're going to go to the phones. We've got Heather. Good morning, Heather. How can I help you? Hi, Rachel. So my question for you is, um, 
How can can my family deal with some estranged family members where we're okay not having a relationship, but we still feel lots of negative energy from them? Yeah. Is there um, a way okay. to have our angels help get past that? Yeah, absolutely. So um, that's that's really hard. Um, that's that's a hard feeling because um, it makes us think that we're not in control, and you are very much in control of your energy and and what you bring into your energy field. So what's happening is um, you're not only connecting to the stuff, the choices that have been made, but you're also connecting to the energy that surrounds those choices. It's kind of like a tootsie pop. So the inside the the Tootsie Roll is the initial choice or, or argument or thing that happened. And then the candy outside of it is the energy that constantly surrounds it. So we want to get rid of that extra layer. And your angels are key to help you do that. First of all, they want you to hear. And remember, my loves, that this message is not just for Heather. It's for all of you. Okay, so listen in because this is going to help your life. They want you to call on them, first of all, for help. Remember that they cannot intervene unless they have your permission. And what they will do is they'll help you remember that you need to create this boundary before it's too late. They're not going to be able to take away the drama because they can't control how other people act, nor nor can you. But they can help you and your family deal with how with what's happening. So here's some ideas for them about how to create some safe boundaries and kind of get through that energy of what's happening. First of all, release yourself from guilt. If you are treating them through the filter, the lens of love and light and truth, then you have nothing to feel bad about. And they want you to hear that. You have every right to vent to your um, whoever you confide in, whether that's your best friend or your partner. You have every right to vent. You should be careful that you don't go into gossip because then you're creating some of that mucky energy yourself. So you want to keep it in the light. It's okay to work through these things with somebody that you trust. They do encourage you to be careful about who you share with because you don't want to pull another family member in unless it's your your spouse. That's different. Um, But they want you to watch out for that. Now, they want you to remember that whatever you put out, you get back. So when you're thinking about your estranged family members, um, if you are thinking about them in a way that is negative, you're going to receive that back. So as hard as this is, they encourage you to send love to them. Send God's white light. Send love send healing because you know that regardless of what they are doing or saying about you, you're not going to get that back if you've sent love. That's a real thing. Also remember to call in not only your angels for help, but Archangel Michael. Um, He is your protector. So he can have one foot with you and one foot with them. And he also can act as kind of a mediator where he, he will be the one who stands in the middle of the energy. And if they're about to call you or something or talk about you, he will put healing energy around there that you will not feel their muck and their mire. Okay. Also, Don't underestimate the power of saging your house. I know they're estranged, so uh, you, you don't see them. They're not in your space. And yet, anytime you think about them, it's like they walk through your door. 
So you might want to get some white sage and once in a while when you think of it, you might want to clear your house. I love to use white candles. Boy, I just go to the Dollar Tree and I just get some white tea light candles and I just light them because I know that that is a beautiful way to clear space. Um, And then also your angels say, be prepared for when the conversation is going to happen. I feel like there's kids involved here. So I think there's going to be somebody younger, either on your end of it or their end of it, that's going to say, hey, what's up with them? And it's going to be through... I think some younger people or some some children, and they could be grown children, but they're being revealed as children, think they're going to ask enough questions that it's going to bring the family together. So be ready for that. I don't know when it's going to happen, but be ready to stand your ground in love and peace and truth and know that you are always in charge. Okay? I hope that helps you. And it does. I Thank will, you so much. Good. I'll be holding you in my heart. Blessings. Thank you. All right, so you heard some things about safe boundaries. And when we went to went to break, um, boy, you, you couldn't plan this better, right? Thank you, Spirit. When we went to break, it was, I promised that we talk about how to keep ourselves, our families, and our property spiritually safe. So talking to Heather there for a second, what a gift. Thank you, Spirit, because they gave us um, a, a situation there that we could talk about how to protect. So when it comes to people, other people in our lives that the situation is not good, you want to remember that you surround yourself with God's white light. I sometimes like to imagine an egg shape around me. Um, And I'll imagine that being beautiful white light. And I know that eggshells are porous, the little holes. So I'm in charge of what goes out and what goes in. I do this any time that I go to the grocery store, to a hospital, to the state fair, any place, to a school, any place that's dense with energy. I make sure that I put that around me. You can also call on the Kayim, that's C-A-I-M, and that's a Gaelic kind of rope um, circle that you can put around you, which is a, a spiritual protector. You can call on Archangel Michael. You can sage your house. Um, you can also get some sage essential oil and put it on your body before you go out. So um, when it comes to protecting your property, um, let me tell you, my angels are saying to go ahead and say what I do because they like it. Well, thanks, guys. When I am laying in bed and I don't, I, I do a lot of talking to spirit when I go to bed. I can't say that I, I tradition, I do use a traditional prayer where it's dear God speaking and then amen. I, I'm more of a a person who has an open conversation and part of that conversation I will go to each person in each area and I will ask for white light to surround them so usually what that sounds like is um God, I ask you to go to my son's room and surround them with your white light. I ask you to go to my daughter's room and surround her with your white light. I ask you to surround my husband with your white light. I ask you to surround my cats with your white light. And then I pause for a moment and I say, I ask you to surround my home and our possessions and our car and our land with your white light. And that's all you have to do. God's going to do that anyway. But this invokes your strength, it invokes your angels, and it puts uh, beautiful protective light around you. And there are times that, I live in an older house, so there's times that I'll hear the house shift and it'll, and my mind will do something like, okay, that's somebody downstairs. And then I do the thing where I try to find the nearest weapon, which is for me usually hairspray. I think, okay, that's not going to work. But I think, okay, wait a minute, I don't need to put fear in there. I'm going to pick that fear up and I'm going to 
put it out somewhere else and remember that I invoked white light and no harm can come to me. Boy, test of faith, right? And yeah, sometimes I still go downstairs and I, I check it out. But I know that I'm surrounded in God's white light, okay? Now, getting back to kind of what Heather was saying um, when she called in, uh, the living can be real tricky to live with. A lot of that has to do with past lives. So to define past lives for you for a second, um, we're talking about your soul living in other bodies in different times at different places, okay? So that data still lives in you, even though that life is no longer yours. And part of that data is remembering that some of the people who give you the most trouble or some of the people that give you the most joy, you've known them in a past life. We have things called soul contracts, where before you come into this body, um, you meet together as souls and you decide, okay, what are we going to learn from each other in this lifetime? So for some of you, you have contracts that say that you will take care of the other person um, or you will learn from the other person through the lens of trauma. Um, There's lots of different types of soul contracts. They are made of different elements. Some are made of stone, which will last more than a lifetime. Some are made of slate where you could drop it at any time and it will break. So that tells us it's more than one lifetime, but it's probably not a lot. Most of them are paper. And they are just for this lifetime. You're in charge of those soul soul contracts. So if they're not working for you, you simply state, I declare this contract complete. I don't want it anymore. We also choose our parents. So know that your children, even when it's hard to parent them, know that those little stinkers chose you when they were in the heaven dimension and you chose your beautiful parents. And as you grow, oh my goodness, what a gift it is. I, it's such a gift for me to just sit and ponder why my soul chose my parents and the, the things that come through about the things that they've taught me and continue to teach me and just the beauty of who they are, even though it hasn't always been easy because we're family. Um, I'm, I'm just blown away by that. I know some of you have relationships with your parents where there's been abuse and trauma. And so that thought process is different for you. Remember that you're held in love and you can still think those thoughts. What did I, why did I choose these parents? What am I supposed to learn from them? What am I supposed to teach them? You can also go into your own past lives. If you're good at meditating, I encourage you to sit in a comfy chair or crisscross applesauce on the floor and just have a question. You got to be specific where you're asking your angels to take you to a past life so you know, okay, why am I always craving sugar? Okay, angels, where did this come from? But then you have to trust what comes through, okay? Because we're real good at talking ourselves out of what information comes through like we made it up. So you can go into your past lives and access that data anytime. You can also, if you're applying for, say, a job that um, on paper you're not qualified for, but you know you could do it, you could say, all right, any data that's in me from past lives, I want that to shine brightly in this interview because I know I can do this even though my resume says otherwise, okay? So you can work on recalling your past life data. Um, and and of course you can get a hold of me I love to do past life work that's rachelcorpus.com to book your session 
So a lot of things were covered today. I know I was talking really fast, but I wanted you to hear these gifts of wisdom from spirit today. Uh, If you're in the Council Bluffs area, May 18th and 19th, you can come see me at Mystic Fest. That's going to be huge. Lots of vendors there. I'm going to be giving readings and I'd love to see what you look like and sit down with you for a little bit. Also, you can find me on Instagram, The Angel Counselor, Facebook, Rachel Corpus, Angel Communicator, of course, my website, rachelcorpus.com. This is my last show with Voice America people, so follow me so you can see what happens next. Remember that in every moment you are loved and you are absolutely divine in every way. And how is that possible? It's because you were created in love and that love burns brightly in you. You're in charge of those layers that you've put on, those that shell. You can shed those because I want you to know that you are holy and you are divine and you are meant for joy and for love. And I love you. And if you've not heard that in a while, I mean it. And I want you to hold that in your heart. Find me on Facebook because I'd love to continue to feel your beautiful energy. May God bless you today and always. And remember, you are divine. you for listening to You Are Divine. Be sure to join your host, Rachel Corpus, again next Monday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time and 12 noon Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel for another edition of our program. Until then, remember, you are a divine being and it only gets better from here.